Hey there, this is Dee. And this is Miles. And this is... So, how's that working out for you? And we got some things to talk about. Let's get into it. Well, good morning, y'all. It's been a long time since you got to hang out with Miles in the morning. So, hey, here I am. And, uh, you know, I just kind of want to thank you guys once again for all the support and... uh, the listens and the interactions and the growth that uh, we're having together. And hey, I truly appreciate it. And I appreciate the growth in business and, and everything else that's going on um, through your support. So, hey, once again, me and D appreciate you guys and uh, appreciate you hanging out. So, you know, I've been talking about lately is cognitive behavior therapy. And, uh, you know, I've been working in that field now for a little while and I have been uh, growing in a lot of ways and just trying to share some information with you, um, you know, as I see it grow in me and other people and uh, see results. And then I decide if I want to share that stuff with you out there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some results with, with some some really significant things. And I'm going to run some questions by you guys today. Um, and I advise you to jot them down because these are going to be a set of questions that, um, you can use, you know, regularly with, uh, cognitive distortions that we have throughout, you know, you know, our, our daily lives, you know, those things that, um, are those distortions, uh, that are holding us back from achieving the things or, uh, having the kind of relationships that we want to have with our friends, families, loved ones, um, and so forth. And uh, I believe this is something that's really going to help you guys. Um, I'm going to share uh, my story with you so you have an idea in the success that I've had with this approach. Um, I take uh, some of my uh, people that I work with to these questions a little bit later on down the road um, normally, um, but I believe this is something that, um, I should share with you guys because I do think it's going to benefit you, uh, if you put it in action. And just a quick recap kind of on what cognitive behavior therapy is real quick, um, is remember cognitive behavior is those are the thoughts, the experiences, the traumas, the good, the bad, um, other people's experience that we experienced with them, um, just all the things that we took in um, that shaped and formed um, our core beliefs and who we are. Those are the things that we took in to through our brain and then turned them into the things in which um, shape on how we deal with people in the day-to-day, how we deal with our relationships, our friends, our family, um, our co-workers, um, all our interactions, um, this is what shapes those. And remember, a lot of this stuff comes from our younger age that we talked about. Um, a lot of these things come from our attachment theories, um, you know, our love languages and, and things, all that that are kind of shaped throughout our life. And a lot of it shaped in our early part of our life. So cognitive behavior, once again, just is what we brought in over our lives that's shaped and formed how we respond outwardly to the world in our daily behavior. Um, And then distortions 
Um, what we talk about are things that out of those core beliefs, out of those experiences, now we've got either triggers or unhelpful thoughts that keep us from the things that we want to accomplish in our lives for ourselves. And, and that's what I do. And, and that's what I help people with is I help them identify those things and I give them different ways to think about them, uh, identify those unhelpful thought patterns, and then we work through it with some goals. Um, and we get through it together in figuring out what we want to accomplish. Um, and so what I'm going to give you guys today is something pretty special. I'm going to give you guys some questions that I believe that are really going to help you. So what is your earliest memory that you can remember from childhood? Remember, you guys probably get out a note and piece of paper. Uh, get some of this down because this is some good stuff and like I said you'll be able to use it over and over again so question one what is the earliest memory that you can remember of your childhood event and experience so to give you an idea like for me um, one of the earliest events I can remember um, I couldn't have been no older than three four five I don't think I was quite five so somewhere between three and four and the man that my mother was with at that time, who kind of filled that role as father, but not quite, because um, they weren't married, um, but he was laying hands on her, something significant. Like, I just remember um, blood and just really bad for a kid. And I remember running around the building. We lived in an apartment. I remember just running outside, yelling, help, help, help over and over again I was three or four and I was just running around the apartment complex and I must have ran around the complex so many times and then I ended up just pooping out but um, I remember that was one of my earliest experiences that I can remember was the trauma of my mother uh, getting hands laid upon and, and like for you guys it could be something pleasant um, it could be something uh, similar or not similar um, but take the time to figure out what is the earliest one you can remember. And hopefully it's good for you. Um, what are the impressions you have of yourself in this memory? So what do you think about yourself in this memory? What do you, you know, what are you in this memory? Um, for me, I remember being a young, young child. Um, I, I remember um, the impression I probably had of myself was I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't stop it so I was uh, just running around yelling um, that's question number two what and then question number three what are the impressions that you have of each of the people that are associated with this memory so for me um, it's definitely mom and the um, gentleman that was in my mom's life at that point um, but the impression that I had of each of the people associated with this memory, um, I remember my mom being very, very vulnerable. She was a slim lady, very slender, very small. Um, so um, on the frail side, in my opinion, I guess then. Um, and then uh, the gentleman that was in her life was, was a big man um, in comparison to her. Um, younger or not younger but you know definitely um, bigger you know 
Um, and I just remember him looking like uh, just a big monster. Um, and I remember her just looking so um, vulnerable. Um, and then just, um, just kind of weak, actually. Not able to defend herself. Um, that's kind of how I remember and um, associate that memory with each one of those people. So, number four. How has this memory contributed to the evolution of your history and past behavior actions? So this is the big one right here. Once again, how has this memory contributed to your evolution of your history and your past behaviors? So for me, um, what this did is as my mother moved on and had other relationships, um, I always wanted to defend her um, and I would put myself in really tough situations and I would end up, um, you know, getting the brunt end of a lot of those things and get treated in a really bad way because um, I always wanted to stand up for um, my mother in those relationships as I got older. Um, you know, I just wanted to do it. I, I couldn't do it and I normally lost all those battles. Um, but it definitely made me want to defend her. And at a point in my life, I then began to um, go to the boys club and I learned boxing. Um, and I boxed for quite a few years uh, until about the age of 13, I won my very first um, tournament, won the whole thing, um, became a boxing champion. Uh, that same day I became a boxing champion, um, I went home and the man that my mother was married to at that point, when I was 13, who treated her um, definitely in a way that uh, was very unhealthy, verbally, physically, emotionally. Um, I felt that he abused everyone in that house in that way. Um, and... The day that I became a boxing champion, I came home and I waited for him to be disrespectful to my mother. And I stood up and told him that would be the last time that in my presence that would happen. Um, he swung on me, ducked, missed, um, swung again, blocked, and then I put him down really hard um, and that was the last day I was invited in that home at the age of 13 when I put that man down but it was one of the best days of my life and it propelled me in a lot of ways um, as far as just uh, starting to achieve things and going after things and I uh, just started knocking one thing down at a time after that um, and just became more successful um, and, and uh, you know, I had to leave home and I had to uh, rely on other families and people to, to raise me and help me along my ways. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very thankful for those people in my life. Um, but it definitely changed things. And then my behaviors and actions throughout that time as I got older, you know, I continued to develop. And uh, sad to say that I had multiple fights in high school, junior high, 
um, throughout my life where if I saw a man putting hands on a woman, um, I got involved. And I normally got involved with my hands. And uh, I did that quite a bit um, until I got married and uh, did it a couple times. I did it once, I think, in front of my wife, and she was very upset. And then another time I did it again um, when we were actually married. I think I did it once when she was uh, my girlfriend. And then I did it once as we were married, um, but we had kids. And she reminded me that, you know, I had very valuable things to lose that my wife, my kids, and that, you know, I could come across the wrong person and do that. And I could end up on the very uh, bad end of that, killed or, or something of that nature. Um, thankfully, I, you know, uh, either won the fight or we both fought each other till nobody wanted to fight each other anymore. Um, but normally I didn't come out on the losing end, thankfully. But I could you know, especially as an adult and growing up that somebody could have pulled out a gun and shot me dead down on the spot. And then where would my kids and my wife had been? And so um, I began to uh, look at that behavior uh, and change that behavior uh, because it wasn't beneficial to my family. Um, but I still got myself involved a couple times, but not to the level of where I had to put my hands on people. Um, but it still affects me to this day. Um, where that experience, I still look upon it with utter disgust and would be immediately involved in some sort of fashion, just not in a fashion that could turn into violence, um, but definitely a very proactive approach to it. Um, and I would definitely get involved with it immediately, um, just simply because of my past. And this could be an experience for you guys, and you guys understand that we are where I go here is because this Thing that happened to you in your past could be showing up so much right now and not benefiting you and just hurting the people that are around you um, because you haven't identified it and started to deal with it and, and started to change a way to look at it and think about it. And that's what we talked about in some of the other lessons is, you know, we start to take these thoughts and we start to change them and shift them and look at them from different places so that um, we can make better decisions. Um, so going into the next question. Number five, how might the experience you had back then have impacted the way in which you relate to yourself today? Once again, how might this experience you have back then impacted the way in which you relate to yourself today? Well, like I said, it's impacted me in every way. Like I'm just not acceptable to that anymore. Um, you know, I'm definitely gonna get myself involved. Um, I'm just going to do it in a way that is um, respectful and the proper way on how to deal with it that is beneficial for the situation, uh, the individuals, um, and myself. Um, I'm just going to be smarter about it um, and take a different approach and see it from a different perspective. How might the experience you had back then have impacted the way in which you relate to other people? Listen to that one again. How might that experience you had back then have impacted the way in which you relate to other people? Well, um, I think overall, for me, it's one of the things like 
Um, I think if you're around me enough, you'll see and people know that I'm always looking for a way to help people. I'm always um, there for anybody that's being mistreated or or hurt or or treated in a way where they can't defend themselves and they're on the weaker end. I've always been the guy to step in the middle. I've always been the guy to try to help. Um, and when it comes to women, I'm... I'm I'm there. Like, if they need me, I'm there. I'm holding doors. I'm helping pregnant ladies. I'm doing all the little things. I'm I'm paying attention. I'm mindful of how I can help. Um, because at one point, I felt I was weak, and I couldn't. And so when I became strong enough to do it, I am completely and totally engaged in that area. And that is from that one incident of being three, four years old and being completely unable to help and completely incapable of doing anything. So throughout my life, I strive to be able to help, to be able to support, to be able to give back, um, to be able to fight for the person that um, is coming up on the short end of the stick. Um, and when it comes to, to women um, and being mistreated and hurt, uh, I just can't have it. I just can't have it. I have to deal with it in some sort of way. I can't take that with me on my conscience. Because of that experience, I've seen my mother beaten so badly that I'm sure she was close to ending her life. You know, the ambulance, she, I, I don't remember. It was so traumatizing that I don't re really remember the after effect except that I don't recall seeing her for weeks. And I recall her being really stitched up. Um, but, uh, but it, it, it triggered something in me, I believe, um, made me a better person, um, but definitely could have put my life at jeopardy and it definitely wasn't helpful for my family. So I had to curve it and I had to approach it from a different way and I had to look at it from a different angle. And that's what cognitive behavior is, is. Those things that happen to us, those experiences that happen to us, is to sit back, look at them, analyze them, break them down, understand them, and then see them from a different angle. Understand that I can see it from a different way. Maybe those, those gentlemen that are hurting people, they were beat themselves. Maybe they were treated, mis they were treated improperly. All they saw was their moms and their families being beaten. And so that's all they know. Violence inside of violence. And, and and if you look at it from different ways that these people that are doing these things, they're not bad people, that they have experienced bad things in their lives. And like I said, they now have triggers in which they put that out on other people. And it, sometimes it comes out in violence because they don't know how to communicate. And that's because they didn't learn those skills when they were young. So now they treat other people with that because of some of the cognitive distortions that happened to them when they were young. And now they perpetuate it out onto their partners, you know, and they hurt them. And, you know, when I look at the gentleman that did that to my mother, at first I thought he was just the worst person and a monster when I think about that moment. And I still think it's horrible. But now I look at it from a different way that maybe that's what he saw. And then when I think about his, his life, I think there was a lot of that kind of abuse and, and not love and, and, and treated uh, 
their relationships in that kind of way where people got hurt. And, and a lot of that stuff comes from, like we said, the way we were when we were young. But see, how, that, how this works is through what that person did to my mother turned me into somebody that now wants to help people and do things for people and look for opportunities. But I'm looking at it from a different angle. And that's what I ask you to do with cognitive behavior. And that's what I ask my people to do. And with those distortions that are holding us back, I ask you to look at it. And once again, I'm going to give you those questions one more time just in case you didn't knock them down. What is your earliest memory that you can remember of your childhood? What are the impressions you have of yourself in this memory? Number three, what are the impressions that you have of each of the people who are associated with this memory? How has this memory contributed to the evolution of your history and your past behaviors and actions? How might the experience you had back then have impacted the way in which you relate to yourself today? Six, how might the experience you had back then have impacted the way in which you relate to other people? This should give you a pretty clear idea of some of the things that you have went through and how they're still working their way in your life. And are they working their way in your life in a good way? Are they working your way into your life in a bad way? And how can I go after those and look at them from a different angle and create a different thought that can create a different trigger on how I respond to the world? Hey, you guys. So I appreciate you, man. And hey, I appreciate you tuning in and hanging with Miles in the morning. Hey, it's been awesome. I hope this is something that you... Uh, can uh, grow from. I hope it's something that um, you really take in and, and, and get something from. Um, like I said, I've seen some people really get some really good things out of it. And uh, I believe that uh, everybody has an opportunity to look at themselves and uh, see things from a different angle and just, just try to be better people and see the world through uh, their eyes and and understand people better. The more you understand yourself, the better you can understand other people and the better you're going to have in your relationships um, that you can just have in your life. And that's what this is all about is the relationships. Those are the things that drive our life. Um, we take them for granted because we have them in all aspects of our life. So this just gives us one more thing to look at. I hope this is another tool in your tool bag. Once again, make sure you tune into us. Uh, DN Miles, dnmiles.love. Uh, hit us up, uh, you know, hit us up on Instagram, you know, Dean Miles is everywhere right now. So uh, check us out. Give us a call. Um, you know, we got our contact information on there on our uh, podcast site. So, hey, we appreciate you guys, man. Keep uh, doing the things you're doing. Thank you those for that are contributing. Um, you guys are rock stars and you can accomplish anything. Uh, stay focused. Appreciate you. Peace. All right, y'all, till next time. Peace.